Magandang gabi, everyone, which means good evening, everyone. Um, learning a little bit of the language, and it's great, it's so exciting. Um, I'll just tell you a little bit about what I've been doing in the Philippines the, last, the past eight months. Um, what did I do? I went and visited, the church has a preschool, so I went and visited that and helped out once a week and, um, you know, joined in in the preschool songs and everything, the dancing and the singing and then the learning. So that was really awesome. That was so cool. And then I also did um, youth. I joined in with the youth once a week. They have the church and the high school right across the road. So um, every Wednesday lunchtime, about between 100 and 150 youth come to the church and we have service, preaching, um, worship, sometimes just games, just fun. And um, that was really awesome. What else did I do? I did preaching twice a month, so that was really cool. It was such an amazing opportunity and honor and such an amazing um, um, growth point because, of course, you have to prepare. And then, um, yes, I really get into, you know, really study the Word of God and really um, dwell in Him, see what He wants you to say, and then actually preach there. It's a bit different having no interpreter. I always had to have an interpreter everywhere I went. Um, if I spoke, preaching. Pastor Roger was my interpreter. Um, so, yeah, so, and um, what else did I do? I did finance lessons once a, once a week. I did finance lessons with the pastors because my, one of my, um, what's on my heart is that I really want to not just give them a fish to eat for a day, as the famous quote goes, but actually give them, like, teach them to fish so that they can eat for a lifetime. So I want to um, teach them that they can not just, um, that they can, they can save and stuff themselves and, and get out of poverty because it is extremely poor there. So I want to help them in that area and ho- I pray it will grow. And um, I just had an absolutely amazing time. Um, the people are the most wonderful people, the most friendly, loving, warm, caring people. And um, I just had the most amazing time. I love the socialness over there. You just go and you walk down the street and drop into their house and, oh, hi, come in for food, come in for um, drink, come sit, watch a movie or talk with us, anything. So unlike here, it's a little bit more appointment schedule. Um, But yeah, I love the freeness and the socialness there. It's so amazing. The people are lovely. And um, what really impacted me um, what really impacted me was the sensitivity that people have to the Holy Spirit and to God. They absolutely love God and they, um, they, they, they love God and they passionately pursue Him and they'll do, you know, just about anything for them. That was one thing that really, um, really impacted me, the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, to God and the, the hunger and the love that they want, they want Him. Another thing was the faith that they had because you've probably heard but before, but they kind of, it's like day by day living because they're poor. It's a, it's a you know, third world country, um, but it's an amazing country and amazing people. But they live, you know, by faith because, you know, the typhoon, you might have heard, but the typhoon came and so half the village's roofs were gone. And, the, and one really poor couple, their roof had gone and they were living in the kitchen and they were still there two months after the typhoon. Like, they were still living in the kitchen, sleeping in the kitchen two months after. Another couple, the house had completely, um, completely gone down, so now the roof was here 
and this is the bottom and the roof is here and they crawl out during the daytime and then they crawl back in at nighttime and go to sleep. <laughs> and then they crawl out during the daytime, crawl back in and go to sleep. Um, so yeah, it's just that the faith that faith that they have that we don't actually, you must have heard it lots of times, but we don't realize what we have. We have a lot, but they have so much faith because they, um, they don't, they can't rely on, you know, anything else. They don't know where the next, next meal's coming, some people, you know, where the money's coming, but they have faith and they always have a smile on their face and they're always laughing and I just think that's something to admire because they, 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 they keep a happy attitude even though they're going through much worse just about than what we can, than what we've been through, you know. Their house is down here and they're calling in at night time to go to sleep. Um, so they always have a happy attitude and a smile and they think, oh well, we'll get through it. As long as it's happened to everybody else and it's not just me, then we'll get through it, you know. And um, I just think that's something to admire. Um, the, and I just want to encourage you guys today that I feel so blessed to be over there. I love them so much and I love the people. And um, I feel, I love being over there. So I feel... Um, because I always had that in my heart that I wanted, since I was little, I think I've been talking about nations. And so I always dreamed of going and, you know, I wanted to live in another nat- nation. And I just want to encourage you that God knows your heart's desires. And you must have heard it a thousand times before, but I want to impart to you tonight that God knows your heart's desires and he wants to fulfill them and he wants to give you the best plan that he has for your life. And someone preached and I heard it, there's like the I don't know, the bad plan or something, the medium plan and the best plan. So I've always prayed over my life, God, I want the best plan for my life. And it also works in the best possible way for me and the best possible way for God because I'm fulfilling my heart's dream to go overseas, to be preaching to nations, to live in another country, to help people and also like amazing husband, just about husband. Um, and so, so yeah, like I had a list um, I remember doing. I remember doing with Anna a list of all the traits you want in a husband. And I wrote them down, and he's got everything. So, so everything on my list, and also yeah, living in a third world country, preaching to nations. So I want you to know that God knows your heart's desires, and you might think to yourself, "Oh yeah, that's for everyone else but me." But I want to break that in Jesus' name because He wants the best plan that He that He has for your life, and it's going to be the best plan for you and the best plan for him and you'll get to impact many more people than you will if you just try and go your own way and God knows the best he knows the best and I just last thing is the strength that God gives you the amazing grace and strength that he gives you when um, you step out into something different because I'm probably just about um, maybe one of the least likely that you would expect to be over there. Everyone I talks to says, oh, so are you going to like try and get Roger to live here? Or, you know, like how do you cope with it? Because it's, you know, it's not like the luxury. It's not luxury. But, um, but, but, I say, um, but I say, no, I love it over there. I want to live there. I really love it. My heart's there. And, um, yeah, so I just, want to, <laughs> I just want to encourage you that God gives you an amazing strength and grace when you step out into his will because I, as I said, probably the least likely, little blonde girl, you know, wears makeup or whatever, um, and I don't like dirty places, like it's not my favourite thing, so, um, so yeah, and then I've gone over there and it's, I mean, it's, I, I love it, it's, 
it's, yeah, it's not luxury, but that's where my heart is. And so I want to tell you that God gives you the strength and the grace when you step out into him because, because he loves you and because he wants you to do, you'll have the best plan for your life and, the, and do the most that you can do for him. So I just want to encourage you that he will fulfill your heart's desires if you seek him and if you put him first and if you have a sensitive heart to him. If you have a sensitive heart to him, because if you've got a close off heart and you say, yes, God, I want to do that. But then he says, okay, here's your opportunity. And you say, oh, no. So if you have an open, sensitive heart to him, he's going to do amazing things for you. And every single one of you, no matter what your past has been, no matter what you're going through now. So I want you to hold on and grab that faith. Don't wait to be in a third world country or go through a devastation to get the faith. Grab the faith now. Grab the faith now and know that he's got the best plan for you. Amen. Amen. Oh, can I just show, I've just got two photos, just two photos of the kids, because I love the kids there that stay at the church. There, that's us playing games and um, playing Scrabble or something. And funny enough, yeah, and that's them all our upstairs. And funny enough, they beat me at Scrabble, and it was in the English language. I felt... (laughs) A bit embarrassed. Um, but yeah, so they're amazing people. That's just the kids, some of the kids. Oh, there's me. That's the, some of the kids that um, stay at the church, and they're amazing people. So, yeah, thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, Uh, First, I just want to say thank you to the leadership of this church, headed by Pastor Mike and Pastor Joy, and of course, for Mama Lin and to everyone, for the trust and belief that I can be someone to share with you the Word of God that will inspire you and encourage you to be uh, a better person and people that will be mightily used by God in this place or outside this country. And of course, thank you very much for coming. I want to welcome you for this few minutes of journey in the Word of God. I, I believe with all my heart that it's not an accident that you are here and the Lord wanted to speak into your heart. And uh, I want you to just get ready. And as I welcome you, I want you to help me, Asher, to welcome the Holy Spirit in this place. Come on, can we give a clap offering for the Holy Spirit to come? And just be our greatest teacher in this place. Hallelujah. Whew, hallelujah, Lord. Bless you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory to your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We welcome you, God. Come, Lord. Take your place, O oh God, in this place. We want, Father, a word that says the Lord. A word that will really, Father, inspire us encourage us and to make us, Father, to be a mighty man, to be used by God in this nation and outside this nation. Holy Spirit, we want you as we open our hearts, give us an open heaven. We want to see you tonight, Lord. We want to know, God, that you are just here in our midst. We love you, God. We worship you. We honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want you to open your Bible from the book of Mark chapter 10, and I want to read with you beginning from verse 46. The title of this message is Love for God, Passion for His Kingdom. How many of you love the Lord? Hallelujah. (laughs) 
verse 46. Now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples in a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. I know that every one of us wanted to be noticed by God, and we have all this desire in our hearts to receive breakthrough and see miracles in our lives. And there's no problem with the Lord. He always wanted to meet our needs, and He always wanted to, 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 to see that every one of us is receiving what is He installed for us. I believe that the plan of the Lord is always that is for our own good. But then in this chapter of Mark chapter 10, verse 46, Many times when people don't receive, why they don't receive their breakthrough and miracles and they were not able to experience the power of God, the anointing of the Lord, the miracle of God is simply because the way they chase the Lord, the way they have this kind of mindset about God. But you know, in this chapter, God has given us an example on how we position ourselves to receive breakthrough. God has given us an example on how we can experience miracle. God has given us an example on how we can see the power of God to move in our lives. Everyone has given an opportunity for us to see the power of the Lord. In these lives of Artemius, when he heard the name Jesus was passing by on the road of Jericho, he don't want to miss this point. He don't want to miss this season. And he just cried out and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And then people are trying to stop him. You know how many of you get interested when you hear the name Jesus? Amen? When you hear that Jesus is coming in this church, Bay City Church, how many of you get interested? And you will be like, oh, wow, Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. And you want to prepare yourself. And you want it to be the loudest voice. To be heard by Jesus. How many of you wanted to be like that? Amen? So when Jesus Christ was walking and passing on the road of Jericho, with all the great multitude with him, there is only one man that touches his heart. His name is the blind Bartimaeus. And you know what? There is something here that we need to learn when we speak about Jesus and about the kingdom of God. We should be always passionate to that name of Jesus. Somebody say amen. amen. You know what? When, when, you know, I know God is the God of miracles. He's all powerful. I've seen all kinds of miracles. You know, I've traveled to many different places and I see the power of God, the anointing of God. But you know what? Without this Bartimaeus that pleases and touches the heart of God, this testimony, this book in this, this, this story in the book of, in, in this Bible, will not be ever written. But because there is someone who shows an extraordinary among all the great multitude who is willing to shout the name Jesus and desperate to catch the attention of our Lord Jesus Christ, somehow this will give us today a story about a miracle, Jesus Christ healing a blind man. 
You want to see the miracle again tonight? Amen? Are you desperate enough? With all the great multitude tonight, are you willing to shout and be noticed by God and say, Jesus! And even people trying to stop you. But you know what? When these Bartimaeus have a mindset that he will just say, Oh, Jesus, I know you're so powerful. You know everything. You can see everything. I'm here. I'm blind. If you want to heal me, just come. I'm sitting here. Just come and heal me. Come, heal me. After all, you know everything, Jesus. You think he received the breakthrough in his life? You think he received the miracle in his life? Many of them, people are so passive to the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and show how desperate they are. That's why they are not experiencing the power and miracle and breakthroughs in their lives. How desperate you are to say breakthroughs in your lives. Or you will just say, God, yes, God. Come, Lord. If you want to do, just come. Heal me. I'm here. You're powerful. But today, there is something that is that is in this life of Bartimaeus that touches the heart of our Lord Jesus Christ, that somehow he said, bring him here. And when, he brought, when they brought this man in front of him, they said to him, what do you want? Jesus asked him, what do you want? And he recognized his need, and he wanted to see. This encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ changed his destiny. Never again that he will walk blind in this earth. Never again that he cannot see the beauty of the world. Never again that he cannot enjoy God's creation. That just one encounter with our Lord Jesus Christ changed his destiny. And the root of all this is his passion. And he's desperate to the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to be called and be noticed by God. You know what? When God notices you, believe me, it will change your destiny. How many of you believe had you know that God is how many of you is uh, was or already noticed by God? Amen. Now I'm a kind of people that always get interested, you know, when about the word of God, Jesus, Jesus about Jesus and about the ministry of Jesus. I always wanted to see his power and miracle. And where these things were gonna happen when people they recognize their needs and they are desperate to see breakthrough and miracle. But if you are passive and you will just say, Jesus, if you, I know that you are God, you can just come. I'm here in my house. I'm just here on my chair sitting, you know, with all the many people here. Just come, come and touch me and I will be healed. You know what? You should be shouting in your heart and saying, Jesus, Jesus. And if people are trying to stop you, you will show that you are so desperate that no one can stop you to receive your needs, to receive your breakthrough, to receive your miracle. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can we shout the name Jesus? Yeah. I think a blind man like Bartimaeus is uh, more louder than that. <laughs> Can we shout the name Jesus? Yeah. You know what? I'm a... I'm a I'm a kid that was really like, for many years, I've been asking for help, and I keep on shouting, telling to many people in our village, knowing that somehow there will be someone to help you. You go to your auntie, you go to uncle, member of the family, trying to seek help, and sometimes they can't help you. If you get tired, Telling to everybody else what you need and what breakthrough you want. 
believe me. Even you will lose your voice in shouting the name of our Lord Jesus Christ as, you will, as long as you will receive your breakthrough. It's more than worth enough. Amen? Amen? Amen. Many people, uh, oftentimes, you know, people, when they need something and they need breakthrough, they can just, they go to this man, that man, this man, that man, that man. But believe me, a breakthrough that, from, that comes from the Lord is more powerful and even better than any people can do into your lives. Hallelujah. So it's, you know, your future, you don't need to be noticed by everybody or by people for you to have a future. All you need is to be noticed by God and you will, you will get them all. Come on, give a clap offering to the Lord. Hallelujah. Another man from the book of Luke chapter 19 verse 4. Please open with your Bible with me from the book of Luke chapter 19 verse 4. I know that you know all this story about a chief tax collector named Zacchaeus. I don't know how do you pronounce here, but we, call, we, we pronounce Zacchaeus, but is that right, Zacchaeus? Okay. <laughs> Again, verse 4. So he ran ahead and climbed up into the sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass the way. And when Jesus came to the place and looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, Make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. This is a story of a man who is a sinner. You know, if you, you, you know him, that he's a chief tax collector. He's a rich man. And we know that he's a short guy. He's a corrupt. But it's so, you know, uh, amazing that the meaning of his name is clean. If you look at in the Hebrew or Greek word, the meaning of his name is pure. But... You know his life, he lived as a corrupt and a tax collector that um, uh, hated by many people. And you know that he is in, uh, in authority. But in the same road of Jericho, when he heard that Jesus Christ was passing by on the road of Jericho, and here comes a man named Zacchaeus, a very rich man, a very educated guy. He has everything that he needs in life. But then when he realized that there are so many people following our Lord Jesus Christ with a great multitude and he is so short that he cannot see Jesus, you know what, he, never, he don't give up. He don't easily give up. He just wanted to see who is this Jesus. Who is this Jesus? And then he said to himself, I will make a way to see Jesus. And he ran ahead of them. Come on, he made a strategy on how to see our Lord Jesus Christ. How many of you, when you can't see Jesus Christ, you make a strategy, you exert effort, you will run ahead of the multitude and you just run, you know, and you can just say, oh, there's so many people, I don't need to go, after all, he cannot notice me, oh, there are so many people in the church, they are so good in praising, praying and all that, maybe Jesus will not notice me at all, but you know what, he make a strategy, he make a plan, he exert effort and he run ahead. before the great multitude. And then, she climbed out on the tree. I can imagine, you know, like, you thought to yourself, you're rich, you're educated, 
and here you are running and, you know, climbing on the tree. And I think it's so funny. And maybe people will be like, <laughs> you know, look at Sergio. He's so, <laughs> no, because he's so short. And now he's there, he's climbing on the tree and all that. But because of his desperation to see the face of our Lord Jesus Christ, he don't care what people will say. He is willing to exert effort. And he is willing to think on how he can see our Lord Jesus Christ. And he just wanted to see our Lord Jesus Christ. Even when people will laugh at him, even when people will ridicule him, or, you know, they will laugh and say something that is nice about him. All he cares is he wanted to see the face of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is humble enough to run and climb a tree. How many of you wanted to climb a tree, you, you, you know, just to see the face of our Lord Jesus Christ? And people will laugh and they will, they will ridicule you or make fun of you because you climb a tree. But because you wanted to see the face of our Lord Jesus Christ, Zacchaeus, the man. And you know what happened? This is very amazing. Jesus never met Zacchaeus before. But then when Jesus was walking and then he said, Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, come down. I, I just love this, you know, that Jesus Christ, everyone who exerts effort, Everyone who really longed to see Jesus Christ and to be noticed by God, Jesus Christ will never neglect them. He always finds a way that He notices them. Come on, give a cup open to our Lord Jesus Christ for that. So if you are really long enough and desperate enough, enough to be noticed by God, believe me, the Lord Jesus Christ will surely enough, He will notice you. And He said, Zacchaeus, come down. In fact, it was not Zacchaeus who invited Jesus. It was Jesus who invited Zacchaeus to go to, the, to, the, to his house. He said, I will come to your house. And then the people there, they are um, grumbling and murmuring that, ah, oh, he's going to a, to a sinner's house. And Jesus, you know what, Jesus, he don't care. Even all this great multitude is murmuring. After all, there's so many great multitude there. Only one man who touches his heart, it was Zacchaeus. So even people were saying like, oh, he is a sinner. He cheated many people. You don't know what his life all about, you know. But then the Lord Jesus Christ, I don't care. I will go to his house. He is the man who touches my heart. I will go to him. And he said, today, the salvation, uh, today, salvation has come to this house. Hallelujah. Even you have a past like Zacchaeus. Or you know, you have this kind of life like Zacchaeus. Even people trying to stop the blessing, the breakthrough, the salvation that will come to your family. In fact, they should be very happy that, you know, come on, a sinner, you know, will be saved to that very day. But they said they are murmuring, they are trying to stop Jesus to go to their house. But the Lord Jesus Christ said, today salvation come to this family. Believe me, once you are noticed by God, even many people around you don't want you to receive the breakthrough and blessing. When Jesus said, I have decided for you to have the breakthrough and to be blessed. No matter and whoever people trying to stop, no one can stop the blessing and breakthrough and salvation that will come to your family. Hallelujah! And because of that, with the great multitude following our Lord Jesus Christ, there's only one man again named Zacchaeus who touches his heart because he is humble enough to see our Lord Jesus Christ and pay the price. And what happened was, 
Zacchaeus said, when he felt the love of, of our Lord Jesus Christ, considering with all the things that he has done, the love of our Lord Jesus Christ is more than powerful enough to change his destiny. And he said, I will give half of my wealth to the poor, and I will pay four times for everyone that I cheated. And this is really a great change for a life that encounter our Lord Jesus Christ. Have you encountered the Lord, our Lord? Uh, have you encountered our Lord Jesus Christ with that kind of testimony like Zacchaeus when he felt the love of our Lord Jesus Christ? He just said, Today I will give one half of my wealth to the poor and pay it back four times for everyone that I have cheated. What a change. You think how many people rejoices on that day? How many people have blessed on that day because of that one man that was changed? I believe that whole city rejoices that there will no longer a corrupt chief tax collector. And now they will experience a fair and wonderful man, Zacchaeus, on that day. I have a pastor with me that his life before, you know, when you meet him like in the 3.30 p.m. in the afternoon, when he comes to your village, you should have all your dinner because you know that there will be killing on that place. And when he started to become Christian and doing Bible study, he grew to the Lord and people just say, they, they don't believe him. In fact, re, they ridicule him and they said that the gun is inside the Bible. He put his gun inside the Bible. They should be very happy, right, that one man have changed and he is no longer a hired killer or a massacre man, but now he have changed preaching the word of God and doing great things for the Lord. But you know what? He never stopped until people believe that he really changed, that the gun is not in his Bible, but he is really really, really, truly, genuinely repented from his sin like Zacchaeus. And today, the villagers are very happy because there, will, there is no more men like him. There's no more Zacchaeus like him. I believe the, this, this country, this place are very happy because there are really people like you who truly changed by God and repented from all your wrongdoings. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hallelujah! <laughs> it's like you're not, you're not believing that there are so many people around you that are very happy that there is someone like you have changed. Hallelujah! How many, how many born-again Christian people here? Hallelujah! What a great rejoicing of the place when a man named like Zacchaeus encountered our Lord Jesus Christ, that he repented from his sin and now we have changed. I believe, wow, what a joy of people. What a joy of people when they receive a fair and such thing like this. Hallelujah. Thank God. I love this kind of Christians, you know, that is not just... I, you know, Zacchaeus at this time, he never sings song, shout, clap, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You know, to be a Christian is not all about clapping our hands, saying hallelujah and amen. It is something to do with the testimony, a life change, just like Zacchaeus. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. 
Hallelujah. And I'm looking forward that your neighbor, that the people in your, in your work, that the people around you will be very happy that you are there. Hallelujah. That everyone will be smiling because of your life. Everyone will just be happy. And because they know that you were there, someone changed by God. They will see the power of the Lord. And because of you, you will bring hope change to the community and to the lives of many. Come on, give a clap offering to our Lord Jesus Christ. He don't even know that he will experience that kind of love from our Lord Jesus Christ. All he needs to do is to humble himself, wanted to be noticed by God, exert effort to be noticed by God. How many of you wanted to exert effort now? Amen. You don't even know what God will gonna make, do in your life, you know. You don't even know once God notices you, you don't know what God, you know, what God can do in your life. If we, you know, with all the great multitude, you know, you may be thinking, oh, maybe I will do this and I will be like this, I, like this, I will do that and I will be someone. But once the Lord Jesus Christ notice you, believe me, it will be very different when you receive favor and miracle from the Lord. It will be more than human strength. It will be you, more than human ability. It will be more than human effort for you to have your future. It will be like a miracle. It will be like impossible. It will be like, uh, I, I can't explain, but it will be something that you never imagined once Jesus Christ noticed your life. All you need to do is to be noticed by God. All you need to do is to stand out among the great multitudes. All you need to do is to be someone that will touch the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Every time you gather together in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I need to go on to my message because I, I'm... Okay. Okay, last verse before I will uh, end this message. Mark chapter 2, verse 1 to 13. You know what? I can... I can just preach and love to, you know, keep on preaching for hours and hours. And like, when I came here and experienced your Sunday service and all that, I was like, oh, so short, you know, like, for us, like, it's so short, you know, and all that, you know. Because, yeah, but, but it's, it's really wonderful. I love this church and, yeah, I love your pastor because he's a man that, also impacted my life. I want to share with you, I never imagined and I never dreamed that somehow, someday, I will come to this country, New Zealand, and even preach to his church. In the Bible school, I met him, just one of the teachers that, together with Mama Lim, that really touches my heart. And I just remember them, you know, all those people who imparted my life, I don't know how I can be a blessing to them. All I'm just doing is just praying for them. You know, I don't know even where is New Zealand in the globe. And I don't even know that I will be marrying a New Zealand beautiful girl and, you know, and all that. But I'll just keep on praying for them. In the Bible school, all, the, all my classmates, in, this is in Malaysia, they told me, oh, you know, you, you've never been prayed over by Pastor Mike. There are still demons in you. Because uh, you are not yet delivered from demons, you, are, you know, you are not yet uh, uh, prayed over by Pastor Mike. And I said, 
yeah, maybe there's still demons in, in me and I need to be prayed over and all that. So every time Pastor Mike was about to pray, so I always wanted to go and I really go in front of him and stand and just, you know, wanted to be delivered. But he always touched me and he asked me to pray for people and deliver other people and deliver the other people and just hold my hands and he just delivered, uh, pray for this man and just hold my hand and I will be doing in Jesus' name, out, spirit of, you know, and all that. And my classmate told me the very last day, he said, you want to go home with demons in you, you don't need to come in front, he said. And I said, I just run in front because I don't want to have demons. How many of you don't want to have demons? <laughs> I just, and my classmate told me that I have still demons and I don't want to have demons. I just, I just, I just run to the altar and I said, Pastor Mike, I want to be delivered. I want to be prayed over. My classmate told me that I have demons, so you must pray for me. And he just asked me again to pray for all the people there. So... Uh, he's, I, uh, that's why I always remember him in my prayer. And also, you know, Marmalin, someone that has impacted my life because they said there's a room in the Bible school, they call it Holy Room. That Holy Room, they said that when you pass that room, you are trembling and shaking. And I went to that room. It's a room for counseling. It's a room for confession. And there, Marmalin was sitting there. And I, was, I, I, I went there and confessed everything, all my sins and like becoming a new person. And that's all the beginning of ministry. And that's all the start, you know, that I don't even know that I will become a pastor, that I will be leading many churches and many pastors. Once God notices you, believe me, more than you can imagine, more than the things that you wanted to do, if God notices you, he will just, you know, know what's the best in your life. How many of you wanted to be noticed by God? Hallelujah. You know what? I grew up in a very poor family. We are the poorest family in our village because my father died when I was one year old. I don't have enough time to share about this. But when we, become, we became Christian, one day I was sharing the word of God and my mom was drunk hard and I saw my mom coming with my sister and you know, I just, I just cry seeing my, my mom and my sister coming and attending the church and all that. Since then, we have that unity, that love in our family. Charlotte met all my family, and she likes them all. You know, we love each other. We, we, we are really united. And the beginning of breakthrough, all my dreams, before I'm praying that even just a bicycle, you know? When you are, it's so hard to buy a bicycle for us. We don't have any transport. And all my dreams, today, it's not a bicycle, it's not a motorbike. I have a motorbike, and I have also a car. You know, and no one can imagine that this poorest guy, fatherless, orphan, they can't even buy us uh, one can of sardines to have their meal. Today, this is all glory to the Lord. We are no longer the poorest family in our village. I think we are number two or number one now, richest in our village. You know what? You know what? Again, if you will be noticed by God, believe me, it's more than your ability, your work, your effort, all these things compared to the power of God that is working in your lives to bring breakthrough and miracles. It will be awesome when the Lord notices you, noticed you. How many of you wanted to be noticed by God? Hallelujah. Shall I, I will go on, is it? Okay. Yes, very quickly, please. 
Mark chapter 2, verse 1 to 13. It's already about 7.30 and yeah, okay. Mark chapter 2, verse 1 to 13. Uh, just verse, uh, we will open our Bible from Mark chapter 2. I like this verse. And this is my message for this church. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And again he entered Capernaum after some days, and it was heard that he was in the house. Immediately many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word of, them, the word of God to them. They came to him bringing a paralytic man who was carried by four men, and they could not come near him because of the crowd. They uncovered the roof where he was. So when they heard broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. I want to give an emphasis for these four men who showed an extraordinary kind of love. That when they heard that Jesus Christ was in the house, one of the house in Capernaum, and all the people are rushing and running, going to that house. But there are, there are four men, very different kind of attitude and heart. And they remembered, oh, there is a paralytic man that he cannot carry himself to bring himself to the very presence of God. And these men, they have that concern, they have that love, they have that desire to see breakthrough and healing to this paralytic man. That's why they made an effort to carry this paralytic man and bring to the house. And when they saw that there are so many people there, Wanting to see breakthrough. Receive their own miracle. Thank God that there is four men who are not selfish and just concerned for their own breakthrough, for their own blessing, for their own healing. But they remember a paralytic man who needs help and he needs them to carry them, to carry him to bring to the altar of God. And when they saw that there was a lot of crowd, they never stopped. And they said, Okay, let's go up to the roof and remove the roof and bring down the paralytic men. I pray to the Lord Jesus Christ that this church will stand as a foreman who will usher people to receive their breakthrough, to receive their healing, to receive their blessing from God. That they are no longer just for themselves to go to the front of our Lord Jesus Christ, but they will be somehow like the four men who are willing to carry and bring to the house, climb to the, house, to the, to the roof, and bring it down until they see it right before their eyes that he received breakthrough. All the way! Maybe you will say, it's too much sacrifice. Enough, I have carried him already. I, put, I, carried, I carried him already in, you know, from, from his house to the house where Jesus is. I don't want to climb anymore to that roof and bring him down. I've done too much. But you know what? There's no too much when you really love God. There's no too much sacrifice when you really love God. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Will you ask your church today for people to receive their breakthrough? Will you stand as a church, as a foreman today, 
to see all the way that it will be your happiness to see people receive their healing, to receive their breakthrough. We will be your joy when you will see something good is happening to your brothers and sisters. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will you stand as people today to bring people to the very presence of God for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to be glorified? Will you usher people today to come to the very presence of God and receive their breakthrough? Are you willing to usher them? And it will not be longer too much sacrifice, but it's a kind of love. It is unselfish form of love that you see people coming to receive their breakthrough in the presence of God. You know what? In the presence of God, everything can happen. In the very presence of God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. I want to show with you a photo, picture last. Is it all right, Mama Lynn? Yeah. May I have the... May I have the photo, please? This lady, you know, sometimes I thought it's really too much. How many of you sometimes you said too much? You know, sometimes you, too much you've done for these people, for the people, for the church, for this congregation and all that. You know, I said to myself, even when I was in Myanmar, and I was saying to the Lord that, oh, there's so many pastors in the Philippines. I almost died here in Myanmar. God, I want to see my mom, my sister, and I wanted to get married. I almost died this day. I think this is too much, Lord. There's so many pastors in the Philippines that are not doing anything. They're not going to this country and all that. And I said, too much, too much. But the Lord spoke to me in a very loud voice, and he said, there's no too much sacrifice if you really love me. How many of you really love the Lord? Sometimes it's so easy to say, I love you, God. You know what? There's so many kids, you've seen all the kids in the church. And I thought I'm a very good person and I'm already generous. You know, yeah, taking care of orphans and poor kids, sending them to school, staying with me. And I thought I am already generous and I'm already a good man. But when this lady right on the center, can you see that old lady on the center? Uh, many of you see her already in the house. They have uh, maybe like two by four house and kitchen, bedroom, everything is there. Uh, all the chicken and, you know, the, the, the bed is already there in a two by four, two by four meters house. And you know what? She came to me and she said, Pastor, I want to give our land. And he, is, uh, he has a husband before. The husband died one year ago. He was a paralytic, the husband. And, they, and she came to me and she said, Pastor, I want to give our land and donate it for the church to be built. And I said, ah, okay. But I don't know her and I went to their house. And when I went to their house, I was like, I don't want to accept the offer. You know, <laughs> like they are so, he, she is so poor. The husband is paralytic. Can you just, I want to buy the land and, you know, just buy medicine, food for you all, for this house and all that. But he, she said to me, before we will die, we wanted to do something that is a very significant for God. We wanted it to give to you for the church to be built. And I said to myself, I thought I'm already generous. I thought I've done so much. So much. But for a lady like her, that nothing 
if you know her, you will cry that she is so generous to give his only possession their land. And today the church was built in that land. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Can we just stand our feet tonight? How much sacrifice you've done and you have given to the Lord. How desperate you are in receiving your breakthrough in healing. Are you desperate enough? Have you recognized your needs and condition like Zacchaeus and Bartimaeus? If you recognize your needs and your condition and you are humble enough to be noticed by God and stand out among the crowd and do something that will touch the heart of our Lord Jesus Christ so that He can notice you. Not thinking for any other people surrounding you, but you will just say, Jesus, Son of David, I want to be noticed by you. You need to change your ways in chasing God if you wanted to see breakthrough and miracles in your life. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. There are two things that I wanted to pray tonight. One, it is true that one encounter with the Lord will change your destiny. But loving God is not a one experience. It is a decision to make that you must keep falling in love and in love and in love and in love with Jesus. There are many of you here who is really in love with Jesus before, but now you are no longer that in love with Him. Believe me, in, to be in love with Jesus is not a one-time experience. It is, a, it is a lifetime relationship with Jesus. There are many of you here who love Jesus, but you have never loved Him the way you loved Him before. And I am calling you out today that you will fall in love with Him again. He's calling you once again that you love Him. You know that love. And you enjoy the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you are that person, I want you to go back to your first love and, be, and, and, be, and you will fall in love with Him again and again and again and again. And second, if you know that you are a very potential leaders or you are very potential people, that you wanted to usher people to see the breakthrough and come to the very presence of God to receive their miracles, to receive their breakthrough, let it be so that you're going to stand today as a church and be the four men. That it will be your joy to see people transform and receive their miracles. Oh, I pray to the Lord Jesus Christ that you will rise up like a four man. That even your name will not be noticed in the eyes of people. But you will be people that will somehow show a different form of love and concern. That you will not just rush in front because of yourselves and your needs, but you will remember others and desiring to see breakthrough and miracles in their lives. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't miss this opportunity now. Come in front with, if you are this too, you love God, 
and you have loved him before, but you don't love him as much as you feel it today, I want you to come forward very quickly. God wanted you to love him again because he loved you. You know, if you have that love, it is a very powerful instrument of God for his miracle, for his power to bring breakthrough in the lives of people. And if you know that you are a member of this church and a very potential to answer people to come into the very presence of God and receive their breakthrough, I want you to come forward. I want you to come forward and the Lord will give you increase and enable the concern, that passion, the desire to ask your people. Oh, that concern, that love, that you will see healing from other people. That you are no longer, you know, only for your own dreams. But you also, it's also your joy to see the dreams of others to be fulfilled. Oh, that it's no longer about you alone, but it will be about others to receive their breakthrough and miracles. Oh, God, if you know you are this person, I want you to come forward in this side and I want you to pray the anointing and the power of the Lord, the love that you have. You are so special in the kingdom of God and this church needs people like you not selfish, not only concerned for his own dreams, for his own joy, for his own breakthrough, for his own healing, but very willing to carry other people and bring to the very presence of God, even climbing to, to the rooftop and just to see the breakthrough of others. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, we worship you. Oh, hallelujah, there's such power and anointing of the Holy Spirit to enable and empower you. Oh, be, be, today, let it be the day, hallelujah, that Jesus Christ will notice you. That Jesus Christ will remember your name. Let it be the day that will change your destiny. Let it be the day, the day that we're going to encounter our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. May I ask the leaders to please help me pray with the people here in front and just release the love of the Father for each and everyone here in this side. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, there are still many of you that you love Jesus Christ and you experience loving Him and you're so willing to sacrifice. But then, I don't know what happened. It seems like your love is going backward instead of going more passionate to Him and passionate to His kingdom. I want you to come back. God is calling you to come back to your first love. Loving God is not just a one-time experience. You must keep falling in love and in love and in love and in love and in love with Jesus. Oh, you will stand like a church, like the four men who are willing to carry other people for them to receive their breakthrough. That is no longer about your dreams alone. It's no longer about yourselves alone. But you are so passionate. You're so concerned. You're so loving to others that you wanted to see breakthrough and miracles in their lives. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Can I go and pray? Yeah. We love you.
ask to receive tonight. Thank you. 